0: You're listening to the I Don't Know Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your coach, Karen, and this is episode 56 The Blame Cage. Hi, Annika. Hello. This is different. <laughs> Is it different because I'm holding ice to my head, or is it different because I'm in charge of this little podcast episode? Um,
1: so many things are different right now. I
0: don't know where to start. <laughs> so when you saw me, what was your first thought? Like when, I, when you saw the ice, but you also saw my hair curled. You burned your <laughs> head with your curling iron. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to the scab on amazing. my forehead that's going to be there in a week. Anyway, but it won't stop us from this bonus episode. Nuh-uh. So what do you got, right? you got planned for me, hmm? What are we talking about? Okay, Annika. So uh, we're today. I'm gonna we're gonna do a quick little piggyback episode to our um, victim mode. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I had a listener who who came to me and was like, "Wow, that hit home for me." And so I'm like, "Hey, jump on the podcast with us, and let's talk about how that hit home for you." And. And so this one is going to be a little bit more about that blame cage. Okay. 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 That we talked about, and if you if if you haven't listened to the victim mode episode, go back and listen to it. Today we're going to talk a little bit more about that cage we put ourselves into when we blame everybody for our emotions. Okay. okay. Oh, this okay, is exciting. Okay, so I'm going to
1: introduce our guest. Okay. Okay, come over, guest. Oh, it's already in the room. <gasps> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's happening? Are you like, why did I get all ready for this? <laughs> okay, so... That's not so, what I expected. Today our guest is... <laughs> today our guest to talk about the 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 victim mode and blame is my husband and Annika's dad, Steve. Hi, Steve. Welcome, Welcome. to the episode, honey.
2: <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Annika. Oh Thanks my gosh, I did me. not
0: expect this at all. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, so we did our episode and... And Dad and I go for walks, and we always either listen to it. Like, he listens to it on his way home from work, and then we talk about it. Oh, cool. Okay. And I'll tell you what. He went to town on talking about that episode. Really? So I want him to kind of share, like, what recognizing victim mode did for him. Like, and this is in regards to work, right, babe?
2: Yeah. Okay. So
0: so tell us what stood out to you in that episode.
2: Well, first of all, I want to say, when I hear victim mode or I feel like somebody is being a victim that is like a major red flag to me like avoid that individual <laughs> so especially true. right if I feel like they're milking it and they want oh, yeah. attention yeah. then I'm going to do everything in my power not to give them the attention they want right? oh, in my so mind true. I'm saying yeah. uh, just step up take care of it on your own you got this figure it out it's yeah. all figure outable, yeah. right just you know do what you need to do
0: yeah. And, like toughen uh, up.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and so as I was listening to this, it like I was very surprised that it hit home with me because I would never consider myself a victim. Right. I'm yeah. I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm telling everybody, uh, no, Suck you're not up, a people. victim. you got <laughs> you can do this. You're, you know, just circumstances. You can figure it out. So anyway, so as we were listening to it, And we talked a little bit about what you guys are calling the blame cage, right? And with work, I mean, for years and years and years, um, I just felt myself kind of in this cycle of not sure what to do with the financial situation at work, right? So um, I'm a physical therapist, have a practice, and something I saw over the last, well, actually over the last 20 years, but specifically over the last... Ten to fifteen years was just the declining reimbursement, meaning how much we are getting paid per patient from yeah. the insurance companies continued to go down and down and the down. The insurance, so, pe-
0: the insurance companies were changing the game on you.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, and they get to. Right? Yeah, right. That's that's their business is to make money. Right. And one of the ways they make money is not. And by they get paying to tell consumers. you what your
0: right. service is worth.
2: So yeah, and I can either take it or leave it, but you know, that isn't a thought that you have. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I find myself doing is you're just worrying, okay, how am I going to make payroll? How am I going to pay myself? How am I going to pay employees? How am I going to pay rent? Right? Everything is, all of your thoughts are around the financial components of the business. And so sometimes you don't even think about the patient because you're so focused on, oh, well, I've got, what do I need to do so I stay in business here? Not so much how, what do I need to do to help this patient? So what I found myself doing is kind of funny and I've recognized this, but what I found myself doing is I would go into a patient, right? And I'd be working on a patient and those financial thoughts are in the back of my head, right? That's what's always on my mind is, okay, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do here? We're not making enough money. How am I going to make payroll? That's always coming up, two weeks. I've only got a week to payroll, you know, and then as, soon as payroll, then I've got a first of the month is coming, got all the expenses plus the lease. So anyway, those are always the thoughts. So what I found myself doing, right, is going into the patient and kind of complaining to them about oh. how much the insurance is paying us, just how poorly the insurance is paying us. Hey, can you believe this, man? The insurance is out of control. They're not paying us anywhere near what we worth. You know, if you look at inflation, we're getting less than half of what we used to get 10 years ago, you know, it, whatever it was. And I think initially when I started doing that, I was just kind of complaining about the situation, just letting people know. But I think I got the feedback I wanted, like people, some people would say, wow, that's awful. Man, oh, what are you guys yeah. going to do? the worst, you. right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as they did validate me, you know, you get that little bit of, oh, okay. See, I do have a case here. Mm-hmm. And so I find myself doing it more and more every time I went into a patient. And if they did validate me, great. If they didn't, uh, you know, it wouldn't make sense to me. I thought, yeah. hey, why don't you see what when I'm seeing But one of the things mom and I were talking about, though, when, we, when they did validate me, I mean, I felt better, right? I walk out of the room, say, okay, okay. And that for how long? only last yeah. for a few seconds. Because immediately you go into another patient and you're like, well.
0: Well, but, that, but that's also it's also reinforcing, I'm a victim to this insurance yeah,
2: company. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that I, I'm not to blame here.
0: Right. Guys, that's great that you're not to yeah. blame, but now I'm stuck. Because unless they change, well, I have to stay in the cage.
2: But the thing is, too, if you realize that... You're always going to be a, well, this is my thought, right? If okay. you're always going to be a victim if you're trying to push the blame onto something else or somebody oh else. Oh my gosh. And until you recognize oh that you have choices, then you're only going to look for one, somebody to blame it on, somebody to agree with you, somebody to give you validation so that you feel yeah. like you yeah. aren't, if it isn't your fault like that you're you get, feeling what you're feeling. you get
0: little feeling. pieces of peace yeah. when you feel validated. Yeah. But you're not solving anything, and you're exactly. not finding your power.
2: And, I, and that's what I would do. Like yeah, I would go from room to room and feel that, but only last a half a second until I. Well, who else can I talk to about this? Who are my team members, my employees? Can I talk to about this? Because the insurance isn't going to listen to me. I can't even get them on the phone. So who can I talk to about this? And I'm sure, you know, I wore out friends too just talking about that because you're looking for, like you said, any validation to, to, kind the of justify, of yeah, yeah, justify mm-hmm. your blaming. Wow. And so, you talk about the blame cage, you're just kind of stuck in there, right? Mm-hmm. Who can I blame this on? Okay, that felt good, mm-hmm. but didn't solve anything. Mm-hmm. So let me move on to something else, somebody else mm-hmm. and share that again and complain to them. And hopefully they see that they see my side of this, recognize that I, I don't have any options here, right? I'm just kind of stuck. And then they would, you know, maybe agree with me. Somebody agree with yeah. me, see my side of this, so it made sense to me, so I feel better that, about the yeah, situation. Like, like I'm right. So yeah. that I don't have to, you know, instead of worrying so much, oh man, how are we gonna make payroll, whatever it is. It's like, if I can get you to agree with me, okay, I feel better about yeah. this. But it didn't solve the problem.
0: Okay, so how did, So what did you do when you realized you were in the cage?
2: Well, well uh, so I needed something dramatic to kind of break up that cycle, right? To get me out of that cage. Something had to break me out of that. And one was coaching, right? I had to be coached. I had to have somebody else take a look at me take a look at my situation from the outside, see it with different eyes, right? Um, and so I you, almost, So you
0: found a, a, a coach for physical yeah, therapy? Yeah, I found a yeah.
2: coach, but, but then also we, us talking too yeah. helped yeah. dramatically. But um, But also when COVID hit, that forced me to kind of take a step back as well and take a look at my situation. So there was something dramatic there mm-hmm. that kind of helped facilitate the opportunity for me to look at coaching as an option, you so know, good. to kind of figure these things so out. You know, and what was that three, four years ago when we finally, yeah. when I finally started, you know, recognizing what needed to change and taking the steps which to change al- it.
0: Which actually is awesome because that's a benefit that COVID gave you. Yeah. something dramatic that made you have to sit back and like look at your situation. It gave you some time, you know, and so. It's great to, like, be able to, like, just in its own aspect, I wasn't a victim to COVID. Yeah.
2: You know, you know there, I mean, was, there
0: was something yeah. that benefited me there.
2: Yeah, and as ugly as that, obviously, right. was. I mean, right. there's so many. I think everybody kind of takes a look at whether they got to spend more time with yeah. family yeah. or, you know, just take a step back and kind of look at what's really important. And for me, it was an opportunity to kind of step back, go, okay, really, what do I want out of this business? How are we going to make it work? And having a coach come in that was specific to physical therapy and saying okay here's here's your situation right kind of play in that with you know that over yeah. with me and and coming up with a very specific process to work through that you know
0: and i, and I love it and it's, it's like i think people who are listening to this are going loud like you are a victim if the insurance gets to pick how much they pay you and you don't get to say like I don't like I think a lot of people who are listening right now, they're thinking like Wow, I don't know how you're not a victim to that. I don't know, right? Like that's what's just so crazy is, when you can get out of your survival mode about things, you can actually find solutions. There are so many things that you do control. You can't control what insurances pay, but you can control so many other things. And so, even though we're not in the physical therapy business and we don't get it, tell us like, what solution kind of did you find? Like that was maybe not the easiest yeah. route. But, like, it, it took you out of that victimhood, that victim mentality.
2: Well, for me, it was recognizing that I have a choice. And that, even when I heard that, it didn't sink in. It didn't, like, hit home with me. Because somebody's like, Well, you have a choice. You don't, one, you don't have to be a physical therapist, you don't have to own your business. You can go work for somebody else. Yeah,
0: I remember telling you, yeah. like, okay,
2: so. We'll right? And then. Yeah, we you don't, don't have to do this. You don't have to take those insurances. Why do you have to take those insurances? So what if they're, seventy, you know, 60, 70% of the market here in Vegas? Well, why do you have to? Mm-hmm. And so, even though those questions are raised, they didn't seem like. Real alternatives to me to be able to because you have it, been right?
0: thinking your thoughts for so long. Yeah, you, right? you can't see past. You have so years. much evidence. Yeah, yeah, definitely
2: for 15 years, right? So you can't yeah. change it overnight immediately. Right. So, so when honestly, a really big not to plug you too much here, you know, but put a plug in for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, don't plug me too much. That would be awful. <laughs> put a plug in for you. Here, <laughs> yeah, but,
1: please no. <laughs> but but
2: the positive intelligence course did help me tons. Right. Yeah. That kind of helped me recognize um, that there are solutions. To every issue out there so so we I just got to the point to recognize that there are options available to me and when the other thing that you really helped me with too when I began to see what what was the worst thing possible that could possibly happen from me going out there and making these choices what was the absolute worst thing you're like okay so we lose the business we lose our house Financially you lose everything, but you still have a profession. You can go get a job, something else.
0: Something else. We
2: can both have we both can work. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, well let's just let's just figure this out because I'm not happy where I am. I'm not financially viable where I'm at. We're just gonna continue to spin our wheels if we if we don't make some choices. But that thought process had to come from a completely different space than where I was as a victim, right? and not even seeing myself as a victim, but just kind of stuck in that cage. It had to be a completely different thought process, and that's where the coach kind of helped me recognize that. So yeah, so when I finally decided, okay, well, I don't have to take these insurances. We, there is no reason why I have to take these insurances that I lose, you know, a substantial amount of money on each patient visit. So the first step was obviously to drop those insurances. And that's, and that's a process too. You know, that takes right. months. That was a
0: big step. It that was. was. Yeah.
2: Um, and I was nervous. I was scared. But once I did it, once I dropped that first one, oh, man, the weight that was off my shoulders. I know. And, yeah, I mean, overall, the business kind of took a little dip and not much. But I was so motivated to drop the second one and the third one. And, oh, it just, it gave me so many more opportunities to do that. Things that I couldn't even begin to see when I was stuck in the cage. You talk about a cage, but it's a cage with no windows. Mm -hmm. right it's not bars you can't see out of it Mm -hmm. you can't see what's there you can't see the opportunities you can't see what other people are doing you're only stuck with your own thoughts and what has been kind of ruminating for the last 10 15 years so once you're actually able to break out of that and see what is available boy the the world is yours you can do anything
0: oh my gosh honey it's yeah Thank you so much because that is just so helpful. I want I love that you can give an example of what that looks like. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's in relationships with other people. Sometimes it's with work. Sometimes it's just like there's so many aspects to being a victim that like you said it's like not always obvious, right? It's not always obvious how much we're limiting ourselves. And and I, and the other thing that I love like that you help other people now. Like you go out and you help other people follow that that model, other physical therapists to like help them break out too. And it's just, it's, it's awesome. I love it. So thank you so much for coming and, and like sharing it. And, and hopefully that was helpful to, to everyone listening. And, um, well, I just have to say,
1: I probably the last person I expected to show up was dad. And so I think it just shows that even if you're not like, you don't have a natural saboteur to victim mode, it's so easy to go there And because literally last person I would expect to be a victim is dad. So I think it just shows how easy it is to go there. And I think, I think it's cool that you saw that you were stuck because victim mode, it's like you feel like the more you talk about it and the more you get sympathy, it like solves the problem. But seeing that it didn't and that you were stuck there and then you went and you got out of it, you went to worst case scenario and then you went and you said, "Okay, well, if that is the worst thing that could happen, then I mean, we'll figure it out." And then you implemented um, getting rid of insurances. I mean, I think it's just so empowering. I think it's really cool. And so I just wanted to say, it's crazy that you're the one that came on, and I—that's
0: <laughs> <laughs> why I didn't tell you. I, I, I knew was you like, would never what? think it was going to be dad.
1: This is crazy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was that was cool. Thanks for sharing, Dad.
0: Thank you so much to Steve for joining us today and sharing your experience and and your insights. If you enjoyed this episode and found it valuable, please leave us a review and share it with your friends and family. Your support will help us reach even more people. Also, feel free to follow us so you don't miss any future episodes and have a great day. We'll see you next time.